Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. No need for the calculator here, Poindexter. We're average Joes who are passionate fans. This is for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles Podcast. Hey, 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 everybody, this is your boy Chuck, and welcome to this episode of the Everyday Eagles podcast, where we continue to look at college football. Um, before we dive into Tulane and uh, what the Eagles did this past weekend, let me bring in my boy, Lane Tulane Brady. What's up, Lane? What's happening, Chuck? How you doing tonight? I'm doing well, man. Can you believe that we are in week four of college football? I cannot believe it. It's coming. It's going by really, really fast, man. It sure is. It's been fun, though. Uh, and there, there have been a lot of upsets in college football, man. Yeah, there have. There have. I feel it. Uh, and last week, if you were at the Rock, it was a lot more fun than all the other games we've been. A to. lot more fun, which we've only been to one, but a lot more fun. Oh yeah, we had the. I felt like the foot was on the pedal the whole night. It was. Uh, it was. It was a fun night. Heck, I saw Will Hall dropping back and throwing that thing up 50. So yeah. let's go, Will. Make a statement, baby. I love it. So, um, and the players on the sideline looked like they were having fun. They were dancing and energetic, man. It was a uh, – if you weren't there, you should be ashamed of yourself because it was, it was awesome. awesome. It was a fun time. night, and it was. it was a good kind of – it was a good game to build some energy on coming into yeah. probably – in my opinion, one of our hardest games of the season, one of the tougher ones we've mm-hmm. had to this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. but yeah, Chuck, you got a good guest tonight, huh? I do have a, a, I will a, say a, this. I saw your selection <laughs> to be guest this week and I got excited. I'll see was, my that, was that a dad joke? It definitely was. I'll see my way out, guys. It's been you fun. Y'all have a good a, thank you. Good night. Thank you. Good night. I we'll just end there. Well, yes, you are correct. We have the legendary Sawyer Walters on the show. What's up, Sawyer? Hey, what's going on, guys? Appreciate you having me on tonight. And, uh, I don't know about legendary. I'm just trying to live up to you guys. Well, man, you you when I when I think Southern Miss Sawyer, you're usually the first person that pops in my head because you believe the black and gold. You love the black and gold, um, and so that's why we had to get you on because tomorrow, which would be we're recording this on Monday night. Uh, no, Tuesday night. So tomorrow you are leaving to go where Sawyer. I am heading out to uh, Army Basic Training at Fort Jackson. I'll be uh, spending 11 weeks up there getting ready to come back and be an officer with the Mississippi National Guard. That's awesome. We salute your service. We appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Good yeah, luck, it's, uh, man. Us retired Seymours have to bleed that back black and gold. You do. And, and you know, that, that brings me into my next question. And you can kind of talk about, you know, you being Seymour and kind of the ins and outs of that. But. What makes you an everyday Eagle, Sawyer? Anyway, so I'm uh, I'm born and raised from Hattiesburg, and I remember everything we were actually talking about this weekend, man. But, uh, you know, I remember when Sienna Hall used to be a big field that everybody was tailgating in. I remember when, you know, Reed Green was packed. I remember when, you know, we were 12-0. and 0. Um, And so, 
you know, I've, I've born a, a born, I've been born and raised just in that black and gold and just wanted to, uh, you know, I just try and live every day making, uh, as Joe, our, you know, interim president says, leaving Southern Miss better than I found it, but leaving the world better as well. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. And I know, uh, I can hear your, your phone going off, and that's uh, our our Southern Miss group chat blowing up right now. Looks like Philip Scott and Patrick McGee are talking about some stuff. <laughs> so uh, I didn't think that it would come through. That. Let me mute it. Real quick. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I had to mute. Uh, Mine did it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same group message. It might, it might, it might have, yeah. I was say it might have been Lanes because he gets those same messages. Yeah. Um. So, so Sawyer, you said you were Seymour. I was. I was Seymour from 2016 to 2019. So Seymour's no. not a real bird? How well, did that transformation uh, happen, Sawyer? Look, this ain't Disney World, all right? <laughs> I, I, I was I ain't no friend of nobody. I was the bird. So how hot was it underneath that suit? I mean, I have a feeling I know, but just describe it to us real quick. The feeling underneath that suit at, say, a August football game. What was the feel underneath there? It is, um, it's about a 40 pound suit with no ventilation and in a regular environment, it was about 50 degrees hotter and on turf and asphalt it was about 60 degrees hotter. So in August, when the heat index is 110 on the field, we're feeling 170. Mm. Pretty warm. It, uh, hey, it, it was a great diet exercise. You know <laughs> I mean? I could go in there and sweat out 10 pounds. I was say, no wonder you're so skinny. That's right. I'd go eat that Mugshots burger and, and not worry about it because I'd sweat it out. Maybe I should be Seymour. Seymour. Well, uh, Sawyer, what what is your favorite Southern Miss memory? It can be a sporting event or a Seymour event or, or something, but what's your favorite? So I'm, it's, it's kind of a general one, but I think one of my favorites is always homecoming. Um, so, Everything from, so for me, I was in a fraternity, Sigma Nu fraternity, um, Theta Gamma chapter uh, here at USM, and homecoming to us was not only just building the floats with our sorority partners, with our alumni coming in from, I mean, we still have our, our very first initi- initiate, Theta Gamma 1, alive all the way up to we're past 600 now, to where wow. you have people from all over the country flying back in, everything from doctors and lawyers, and um, even our president, Joe Paul now, uh, I mean, we just have so many people from all different walks of life that, hey, they're coming back to Hattiesburg, Mississippi for one thing and one thing only on homecoming, and that's to celebrate the black and gold. And so that's probably always my favorite just every year, just coming to homecoming. Yeah. Awesome, man. What was your major? I was a criminal justice major with a forensic science minor. Um, So I graduated and um, spent uh, three or four years full-time in uh, Marine Patrol. We're a state law enforcement agency down here on the coast. And after, um, uh, let's see, about a year and a half ago, I got a call from Congressman Palazzo, who I interned with um, while I was in college uh, in D.C. He called me and asked me if I'd come work full time with him. Um, So I kept my part time uh, commission with the state and uh, I've been the congressman's field director for the past year and a half. And um, it's been really great uh, just working with all the federal funds that the congressman's been able to get and all the federal help that he pushes so much toward USM that, you know, when they have a need, uh, he's one of the first people that they normally talk with to help get that need filled. Yeah, I, I know he was pretty uh, helpful with uh, helping getting um, Gabe back in the country for baseball. 
That's right. So um, him and Coach Barry are really good friends, and uh, I, I'm sure the Southern Miss fandom remembers that, you know, there was a short time during COVID that they weren't going to let him back in, and all of a sudden uh, Coach Barry called the congressman, and very, very quickly after that, um, after the congressman started making some phone calls, um, and the staff did, um, they got it figured out, and um, Coach Barry actually called us back. When was it? I think it was last year. Um, and asked the congressman to come to one of the, the practices and got to meet Gabe. And I think his mom was here as well. That's awesome, man. Um, so it was a really neat experience to be able to be on the other side of that. That's awesome, dude, for sure. And, uh, you know, you mentioned forensic science at Southern Miss. We have mutual friend, Mr. Dean Bertram. That's right. Phenomenal one guy. of my favorite friends. Yeah. Uh, he was my favorite forensic science well, professor. He was one of my professors all the way around, period. Uh, oh yeah great him and dr cheer were probably my two favorite professors in college absolutely and he is another one that bleeds the black and gold loves i see him at baseball games all the time so oh yeah yeah. well uh hey let's talk about the eagles lane uh i think i think they did pretty good this past weekend didn't they oh man no doubt i mean i was having a hard time picking holy cow because the whole game was a bunch of holy cows (laughs) <laughs> and then our boy Matt Warner comes up and hits a dinger off of a MLB superstar. So there's another holy cow, a little bonus holy cow for all welcome, of our welcome to the show, Matt Warner listeners out there. So let's go ahead and get this holy cow segment up. And let's start talking about this total routing of a uh, Northwestern State that happened last Saturday. Holy cow! All right, so I'm going to go first, uh, and, and I, my my selection for this is uh, my holy cow player of the week. I must say, holy cow, Jacarius Castro. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had six catches for 94 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and not only six catches, he had nine targets on the day, too. He was the clear favorite there for targets during the game, and he – uh. And, boy, did he produce with the targets that he got. So, Jacarius casting, great game. Uh, they couldn't cover him. Made some huge plays. And, uh, yeah, that's my player of the game. So, um, Sawyer, who was your holy cow player of the game? Man, you know, it's it's such a hard time trying to pick one of these, especially when you have uh, so many great plays and so many great uh, players against, you know, what we had on Saturday. But I think I'm going to have to go with uh, Ty Keys. Uh, you know, I mean, he really, really kind of stepped into that role. And uh, I mean, I think he had he went six for nine on passing for 192 yards, got three touchdowns, five carries for 29 yards. I mean, you know, you've got these stats where you really start seeing him come into that quarterback role that we all knew that he could hit. Uh, it was just you know, uh, just seeing that come to fruition, seeing him trusting himself and trusting in that ball a little bit more to get uh, where it needs to be down the line. For sure, and I, I think I'm, I'm going to finish the holy cow section here. For me, um, you know, I, I, I struggle with two players, um, and I'm just going to go ahead and give both of them the holy cow because I can do that. But my first one is Mr. Swayze Bozeman. Um, you know, he had one tackle, um, an assist. I think he had a sack or two. Um, but the thing that, that, that impressed me the most was that scoop and score. Um, to really just gut punch the demons. Um, so he's my first holy cow player of the week, Swayze Bozeman. Um, and then we cannot ignore special teams. Uh, you know, I'm a special teams guy. So Natron 
Brooks actually got the Sunbelt Conference Special Teams Player of the Week. He had seven returns for 145 yards. That's an average of 20.7 yards per return. So both of those guys, I think, really, really outdid themselves. Well, the whole team outdid themselves. I mean, we, you're right, Lane. I mean, top to bottom, would we have five quarterbacks go in, and they all did really well. Yeah. It, you know, I've got, you know, I like to cover other notables after our mm-hmm. Holy Cow segment, and uh, there's a lot of them. So, Chuck, you want me to hit some other notables here? So hit, we can hit, talk? hit some of them, Let's yeah. I like some of these other guys, too, okay? So, we already mentioned Ty Key, 6 for 9, 192 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Ty also ran for a touchdown. Uh, so, he had five attempts for 29 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, Sawyer, good selection right there. Very good. Definitely warranted right there. Um, That's oh, man. Oh yeah, he he had a he had a day. Now on the other hand, Zach Wilkie, he came in. He was nine for eighteen, so he completed fifty percent of his passes, hundred and two yards and a touchdown. Uh, Trey Lowe was two for two. Jake Lang was one for one. Trey Lowe was two for two with seventy nine yards, and Jake Lang was one for one for twenty seven yards. So, um, all the guys and the, the, came in. The California kid down. got in. Yeah, McCormick got in, didn't he? The California kid. Yeah, I think he did late, but yeah. he didn't have any passing attempts. Right, it was just some snaps. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, some other guys, some other notables here, receiving wise. Here's some other guys that need to be highlighted here. Um, you've got Zay Franks had a uh, 58 yard touchdown catch. That was pretty exciting there. Uh-huh. Um, you had May, number uh, number 82. He had a big day, okay? May had two catches, but for 87 yards. Um, so, big day for May right there. Uh, he had a touchdown. And uh, so, yeah, you had those three guys scored there. Frank Gore had another good day. He went. He had seven carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. He averaged 11.7 yards per carry. So that's pretty special. That, that, that's a number that's not really normal, you know. No. So quite the bounce back from uh from a week ago. So, uh, yes. you know, and then um we already mentioned Ty's rushing touchdown, and then we had Kenyon Clay. Kenyon Clay is a freshman out of Union High School. And he got his first collegiate touchdown. He had five attempts for 20 yards and scored a touchdown. So, um, all in all, a good day. Great day for our guys. Um, so the, the guy, and so again, all in all, the guy I mentioned may, he's Jalen may. Okay. I got his first name pulled up now. It was Jalen may number 82. He's a sophomore. He's the other receiver with the big day. So, a lot of our receivers had big days. You mentioned Swayze Bozeman with a scoop and score. He led the team with tackles. Um, he had a sack also. Uh, he was definitely one that deserved to be highlighted. And uh, Stanley, defensive back, uh, Jay Stanley, he had a pick. So, uh, again, exciting day to be an Eagle. Fun day. Um, yeah, there's so, a lot of Lane, stuff gotta, you can talk gotta, about. I got a stat question for you. Right. Was that Swayze Bozeman's first oh boy um, touchdown? I think so, but I can. I think not, so too, but I don't know. I, I don't will know. know 
I'm pretty sure it was. I, I think it was too. I can't remember him scoring any other time. Here, let me look it up real quick. Dag nabbit. I've got it pulling up right now. Got Let's one. see. Career stats. Career stats. That was his first touchdown. So How about that? That was Swayze Bozeman's first touchdown. So, yeah, just an all-around great day. You had two guys, two uh-huh. kids make have their first uh, collegiate touchdown. You had several guys come in and, and play snaps that might not normally play, and you had some of them take advantage of it. So that's fun to watch. Definitely what we call a confidence booster there. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. It was a fun game I, to watch. It, it it was good. It was good for our guys. I kind of wish we'd have started with this team. Yeah, just right. Just to see what, what, you know, what the confidence booster. I, I called it a light switch game because I think, hey, these guys realize that now they can, when they work together, they can win. And they can win big. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm interested to. To see what next week brings. Well, yeah, I hope the light switch is on because we uh we have quite the tale of two different teams of who we're playing against going into this next week. So, yeah. you all ready to jump on into the uh, can't wait segment? Anybody got anything else they want to talk about as far as last Saturday? No, let's roll. Let's roll to the wave. All right, let's go to can't wait. Can't wait. I'm going to say, um, guys, that my can't wait is going to go for um, our defense um, containing, especially Michael Pratt, who in three games is amassed 658 yards total passing. Um, his big game come against Alcorn with 318. You know, they played UMass and they played Alcorn and they played a pretty tough Kansas State team. And I, I'm not knocking UMass. I'm not knocking Alcorn. Alcorn, however you say it, Kansas State. I'm not knocking them. But I do feel like this may be the first true Division One defense that they are going to face. Um, and I know they're 3-0, and and they they sling the ball. They've got a good quarterback. So I, I can't wait to see what our defense does to that quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, whenever you look at, Every game, our guys have had several sacks last week. We mentioned Mm -hmm. that our defensive line had a big advantage, we felt like. And it showed up. We had four sacks on the day last Saturday. So, uh, yeah, definitely see if we can get some pressure on Pratt and uh, try to get him out of a rhythm. He's been a good football player this year. He has. Sawdog, what about you, man? Yeah, so I definitely agree with that, uh, Chuck. You know, getting that nasty bunch back to their their original namesake and title. I think going off my player of the week, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing where our quarterback toss up kind of lands. You know, we we unfortunately didn't get to see much at um, kickoff of the season, but now that we're starting to you know kind of get their confidence under them, I think it's going to be a real battle. Um, you know, I mean, Keys and Wilkie both. I mean, they're both great guys. Did great things Saturday. Um, but you know, we're going up against a little bit more of a prepared team here, a little bit, uh, harder of a team. And, uh, hopefully, you know, coach has been working with them just trying to get, but I mean, like we said, also with our, uh, hot shots of the week, you know, every single one of our guys did great, mm-hmm. um, in that quarterback position. So, you know, finding that depth, like what, um, coach always talked about for past year, two years of, uh, I mean, now we have every single scholarship position filled. Yeah. Um, we're, we're able to finally create some competition. And I guess I probably should have spoke up to another thing I'm looking forward to, 
you know, we, we had a great time Saturday. I got out there about 12 o'clock with some buddies and yeah, we skated all day from, um, you know, the, the, the famous, the infamous, I should say, um, group me, um, of our, of our great Southern Miss Eagles. Um, and it was just great seeing, you know, finally getting that feel in the air of, Hey, you know, it's back and it's alive at Southern Miss and there's some excitement in the air, um, with Jerry and the, the alumni association with the bands that they bring in spirit park and, um, getting in and having a win in the stadium. It's almost like all is right with the world yeah. now. So it's, uh, it's starting to get us there, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you're right. Uh, uh, I, I'm interested to see who do y'all think gets the start against Tulane? Do you think it'll be like Wilkie gets two drives, Tykes gets two drives or are you? And I think, yeah. I think they're going to go tie first. Yeah. I mean, if it's working well, you know, why try and change it up if you don't have mm-hmm. to? Um, but, you know, at the same time, there's a reason I'm not paid to be a football coach. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, whatever Will Hogg, you know, he, he makes that decision at the end of the day. And I think, you know, we also have to remember that there's a lot we're not seeing on their, you know, practices and things like that. So, um, even though I think Ty should start, you know, maybe maybe something happens in practice and, this week that makes the others stand out. Yeah, and here's another little tidbit off of that. Do you know where Tykes committed first to play football? The Tulane Green Wave. Oh, yeah. yeah, Will Hall was the offensive coordinator at Tulane and recruited Tykes. That's who he wanted. Um, it will be an interesting matchup yeah. seeing the Will Hall's first trip back to New Orleans. Since it's a fun storyline. Yep, it is. All right. I'll tell you, so, Chuck. But, to answer your yeah. question, I think it's a "What have you done for me lately?" thing, and. Yeah. uh yeah, I mean, honestly, it is. We got two really talented guys back there. I think it's a what have you done for me lately deal. And you, you know, we read off the stat line to you. Ty had a better day Saturday. Um, mm. Again, that's what we saw as fans. We aren't watching them at practice every day. Uh, right. I could see him turning it over to whoever has the better week of practice, or I could see him turning it over to Ty after last week. So, I don't know. It's very much a what have you done for me lately deal. And I think both players probably have a short leash because you know what you've got coming in behind them. So, um, so yeah. Well, Elaine, what's your can't wait moment? All right. So my can't wait moment, I'm more so looking at the matchup that I think is going to be the most difficult for us this week. And that's our offense versus Tulane's defense. So, um, Tulane's defense on the season, here, here's the points they've given up. First game, they gave up 10 to UMass. Okay. And UMass is not necessarily a football powerhouse, but they're not, they're not terrible either. Okay. You know, they beat them 42 to 10. They blew them out, but UMass scored 10 points. Uh, Alcorn was shut out by Tulane. And then Kansas State only scored 10 on Tulane. And Tulane's three and O guys coming into this game. Uh, they are. And when you look at the stat numbers there from those three things I just mentioned there, they are averaging giving up 6.67 points a game. So right around six to seven points a game. Uh, you know, put that in contrast, our offense is averaging 32 points a game. So to me, that's a distinct big matchup there to see what happens when our offense runs into their defense. Um, I can tell you when you look at the stat-wise, when you look at the numbers here, uh, they rushing-wise, people have had success against them. Um, 
So average per game, they're averaging giving up 148.7 yards a, a game. So averaging giving up right around 150 a game. Passing-wise, get this number. They're averaging giving up 72 yards a game. So Okay. Um, so defensively, guys, what you're looking at is a defense that – I mean, and, and keep in mind, this has a lot to do with the teams they play against, too. Kansas State isn't really known as a throw-it-much football team. Uh, Alcorn was probably pretty much smothered from what the stat lines look like. And UMass, you know, they were just probably outmatched. But when you look at the numbers there, guys, people have had more success rushing it than anything, which kind of plays to our strength, I think, you know. Um, But, yeah, a lot's going to fall on the offensive line this week. Can you make the holes to keep us on the field on offense? Because their offense is pretty good, too. So can our offensive line create the creases we need to pop off some big run plays? Can we find ways to get first down, stay on the field, and finish drives with points? Uh-huh. That's to me is going to be a big deal as far as their defense and as far as their players go, guys. Um, the players to watch for them, okay. And I assume we're good to go on into this, Chuck. I didn't. Yeah, I actually, di- di- no, dive in, man. Yeah, yeah. So the players to watch in tomorrow's game, guys. Uh, Chuck already mentioned Tulane's quarterback, Michael Pratt. Okay. Um, as far as running backs go, they got two guys that have carried the workload. Well, they got three that have carried the workload, but two have had more success than the other one. They've got Iverson Celestine at running back. He's their leading rusher. Michael Pratt has rushed for 139 yards and has 22 attempts also. He's their second leading rusher, the quarterback. And then Ty J Spears, uh, he's had 26 carries on the season. So, Celestine and Spears seem to be the two running backs we're going to be seeing tomorrow. Their defense is up against, along with Pratt, who is a running and throwing quarterback. Um, Receiving-wise, the guys you're looking at is Shea Wyatt. He's their leading receiver, followed by Day-Day McDougal. Um, Jaquan Jackson and then Deuce Watts. If Deuce Watts sounds familiar to Eagle listeners, he's a pedal kid. He went to pedal high school. So he's one of their leading receivers. And so that's kind of what you're looking at on offense, on defense. Their linebacker, Dorian Williams, leads the way in tackles. Uh, aside from him, you've got Larry Brooks and Macon Clark, two of their safeties, and then Jesus Machado playing, uh, playing linebacker and Nick Anderson linebacker. So looking all at right. the stat lines here, guys, their linebackers and safeties have mopped up pretty much all the tackles. So that's what you're going to see making tackles. Uh, we named off the receivers you're going to see and the running backs and the quarterbacks. So that's who to look for during this game tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks for that little breakdown. So I thought it would be cool to play a little trivia right now. Are y'all up for some trivia? Yeah. Uh-oh. You know, I didn't study for this test, Chuck, so we'll I see. I know. Neither one of you have, to be fair. But what Southern Miss versus Tulane is also known as the what? Battle of the Bell. Battle of the Bell. Battle for the Bell. Very good. For the Bell, yeah. Uh Yeah, Point Sawyer. How many games has Southern Miss and Tulane played against each other? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Don't be Google. 22? I'm not going to Google it. I'm not going to cheat. 35. 
All right, it's close to 22, Lane. So, well, actually, Lane got closer. So, 32 total games versus Southern Miss. Um, Dang, who right. leads the all-time matchup? Oh, we do. For sure, right? By, by, by how much? By like 10 games. Four? More than 10 games. 23 to 9. Yeah. Southern Miss wins. Holy cow. What, uh, what year did we first start playing Tulane? 1981. I just threw a date no, out. Uh, uh, no, none of us were born. The none math doesn't. Ma- the math doesn't yeah. add up there. The 60s. Know. 79. 79. Jeez, oh, I'm horrible close. at this trivia game. <laughs> Dude, you I was close. close, Chuck. I you was were. two years old, three years I old. I know. Uh, <laughs> when was the last meeting between Southern Miss and Tulane? It was last year, wasn't it? They took the bell. No. Close. Two years ago in a bowl game. 2020. Yeah. I thought we played. Oh, yeah, in New Orleans, yeah. wasn't it? Tulane won 66-24. Wait, I thought we played them in a bowl game two years ago. September 2020. That's two, uh, huh. I'm reading right here. Okay. Yeah. We played them Tulane in a bowl game a, recently. A two-game win streak. We haven't been bowling since. Uh, yeah. We did yeah, play them in a bowl, bowl game, game a, a few years back. Yeah. So I do remember yeah. that. Was that the Shreveport um, was our last one? I think so. Against Florida State? I've, I think you're right. Boy, that was a cold game, too. That was a cold game. That was very cold. So that would have been 2017 then. Maybe, I, broke, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. Maybe my math's just way off. I thought we played Tulane in a bowl game recently. Could be off. Well, Will Hall's been here tw- two years, and we haven't. And then we didn't do a bowl game 2020. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that was good trivia there, Chuck. Good trivia. I'm going to have to give the win to Sawyer. Sorry. Well. I think he got more answers right. I I think I just answered fast. You did answer fast. (laughs) It bodes well speed and impresses you. All right. Well, does anybody have anything else they want to say about Tulane? I know I had kind of a mouthful there spitting out names to watch for tomorrow, but anybody got any other things you want to talk about with this game? No, I'm going to say if you can go to the game, go. Um, You know, it's only a two-hour drive. Uh, down to New Orleans, go get some beignets and yell for your yell for the Golden Eagles. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So, all right, we all ready to go to Pickums? Let's pick them. Uh, game one, you have number five Clemson at number twenty-one Wake Forest. Chuck, I, that's a no-brainer. Da- Dabo all the way, Clemson. Who do you know at Clemson, Chuck? I know Dabo Sweeney pretty well. We're we're BFF. <laughs> I feel. I feel like he you're paid lying. you to say that. Did he endorse it? Okay, uh, you'll never know. <laughs> all right, Sawyer. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the safe bet over there at Clemson. Yeah, uh, we're all three going Clemson. That'll be a clean sweep there. I, they're too talented. I think. Side note: Have y'all ever watched the Disney Plus movie Safety? No. Yes, I have. Uh, about I'm Sawyer, you laugh at this, but it's about uh, a player at Clemson. You need to watch it. It's a very good movie. Okay, it was pretty I good. Will. Yeah, I'll endorse. I know it. it's on Disney Plus, but it, it was a good movie. I'll endorse it. It was good. Yeah. All right. So the next game we have is number twenty, Florida, at number eleven, Tennessee. All right, Sawyer, get us started on this one. 
Man, uh, I'm probably going to go for Florida just because I don't like Tennessee. So <laughs> no other reason. I'm just rooting for Florida. <laughs> what did Tennessee? I, I don't know. What did Tennessee? The same, the same that Arkansas. Oh, my gosh. These That's dad jokes dad are joke killing me life. tonight. I'll have one before we get off the call. <laughs> there you go. Good. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm go me personally. Yeah, I'm y'all, please keep listening to us. We promise not to be this lame all the time. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, the good old Rocky Top. I think Tennessee's the real deal this year. Um, and I think this is going to be maybe a good game. But I think Tennessee comes out on top. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you, man, going into this game here, um, I'm going to say I think Florida wins it. I think Tennessee's a good football team. I just think Florida finds a way to win. So don't really have much to back that statement up, but that's what I think is going to happen. So next game, we got number 10, Arkansas, and number 23, Texas A&M. Chuck. Ah, you know – Razorbacks, I, I think I think the Razorbacks have this one on the lockdown already. All right, Texas A and M's they're they're licking their wounds, so either they're going to collapse or they're going to come back swinging. But I think I think Arkansas, I think it'll be a close game, but I think Arkansas wins by a field goal. All right, go ahead, Sawyer. Man, I think I think it'll be Arkansas. Um, I mean, they they I think A and M's gotten a lot of hype. This year they played they played with a lot of spirit, but I just think Arkansas is going to be the superior team this weekend. Mm-hmm. So interesting thing here, okay? Arkansas is number ten, A and M's number twenty three, but but A and M is actually the favorite here. And the rest in the spread, and they actually have them two and a half point favorites. Uh, I'm going to say Arkansas. I'm going to say they not only cover the spread, but they win the game. So uh, I just think Arkansas is really talented, and I think A&M is not as good as everybody thought they were. What does A&M stand for? I wish you hadn't asked that. I don't know. I I don't know either, and I don't know why that question just popped in my head. I've never asked before. Well, I'm about to Google it now. So, (laughs) Is it agriculture and and manure? (laughs) (laughs) all right a&m stands for agricultural and mechanical the more you know agricultural mechanical all All right. right so then we step out of the ranked games and go into our conference games so james madison at app state uh sawyer go ahead yeah i think app state I think All they're right. going to, they've been playing really good ball this year and they're going to be a tough opponent to watch out for. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, all right, Chuck. I, I'll be honest. I kind of, I really do like Don't James do Madison. Don't do this, Chuck. <laughs> I really do like James Madison. But, um, you know what? I'm going to give it to James Madison. I think they pull an upset win. I do. Chuck's good I for one crazy pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I could be wrong, but I just, I got a feeling. Uh, I think Appalachian State, and I don't think it's even close. <laughs> to be really? honest with you. I, I just, I, Appalachian State to me is the team to beat in our conference right now. So. I think James Madison's going to uh, surprise a lot of people. All right. Well, the next one, Arkansas State at ODU. 
Go ahead, uh, Chuck. Uh, I got to go with... So, yeah, I got to go with my ODU friends, but I'm going to give it to Old Dominion. ODU friends? Who are your ODU friends, Chuck? So, when... <laughs> and I can't I can't remember her name. Um, She... They kept... It was the track. It must be really close. <laughs> right. We, we, like, we, we, we hung out all of three innings at a baseball game once. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> The ODU t- the people came and watched the ODU play in the uh, conference tournament, and they were just I got I love fans that that are humble and you know respectful, um, unlike LaTeX and LSU and all them. But the ODU fans were very sweet, very nice, and so I I, I kind of pull for ODU, so I'm gonna pull for ODU in this game. All right, Sawyer. Yeah, I think you know I think I'll go with Chuck. I'll I'll, I'll pull for ODU. All right, so little fact here, guys. Going into this game, when you look at the games they've played so far this season, Arkansas State beat Grambling week one. They blew them out. Then got blown out by Ohio State, no surprise, and then lost to Memphis. Um, Whereas Old Dominion beat Virginia Tech week one. Lost a pretty close game to East Carolina and then lost a really close game to Virginia. I just think Old Dominion's the better team here, to be honest with you. Uh, I do think Arkansas State has some good players. Old Dominion comes into this game as six-point favorites. Uh, I will say Old Dominion wins this game. So, uh, moving on, we've got probably the most hated matchup of the week. Uh, Louisiana Tech at South Alabama. Ooh. Chuck, why don't you go ahead? I know how much you love both of these teams. <laughs> you know, it can they both lose? Is that possible? <laughs> can they both forfeit? Um, if we're strictly talking on the field, I'm going to have to give it the edge to South Alabama. All right. Go ahead, Sawyer. Yeah, I just have a real disdain for Louisiana Tech, so I'm just going to uh, I'm gonna pull for South Alabama. Well, I've got a good friend that's a La Tech grad and supporter, and I'm sorry, but I'm not Chuck, and I'm going to be mean. And I will say, uh, actually, going into this game, South Alabama, they're listed as 13-point favorites, according to ESPN right now. I think South Alabama wins this game. Um, Kane Womack, do you know where Kane Womack, the head coach of South Alabama, do you know where he went to school? Anybody know that? I do not. Where he went not. to college? Was it USM? He played football for Southern Miss. Oh my goodness! Uh, so, he coached at Southern Miss too, didn't he? He, yeah, I think. Uh, I don't know. He was at Indiana for a long time, um, and then he came down to South Alabama as a head coach. He was a defensive coordinator okay. for Indiana for a while. Nice. So, good guy, really great guy. Yeah. I was a. Uh, he was actually at Southern Miss the same time I was there, so I got to know him a little bit, working with the football team and stuff. So he okay. played tight end for the Golden Eagles. Well, does anybody have anything else they want to add here? Uh, that's the end of our pickums. So yeah, sorry. so yeah, I'd just like to mention. You know, I know that we all are very passionate at Southern Miss here, and I think that you know, win or lose, we just got to get out there and keep supporting our guys and keep supporting our program. I mean. Uh, I know uh, Toby Barker, um, City of Hattiesburg, Forest and Lamar County, um, you know, they're doing a good job of getting out there and trying to get our, our town to get out there and support us. Joe Paul's doing a great job. 
Um, but you know, we just gotta show up and show out for our boys and, uh, just remember that, Hey, we all bleed the black and gold and we all want what's best for our team. We just gotta get out there and, um, give them time to get everything done. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's probably what I did, Don. Good deal. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I'll leave Chuck for the end because he always does the Southern Miss to the top part. But I'll say this, guys. Let's go bring home the bell. Let's bring it back home right here. Bring it to Hattiesburg. I'm excited about this game this week. It's a good historic rivalry for us. It'll be a fun game to watch. Uh, If you can go, go to the game. Short drive. Uh, Would love to see, you know, would love to see the Eagles come out with a win. But I'm just ready to see us compete and really show how far we've come since the last time we played these guys. Uh, because For I think sure. our team, our program has come a long way. Um, a little side note here, listeners, if if you would like to be on the show, we I meant to say this last week, we've been meaning to say this. If you'd like to be a guest, like what Sawyer did on the show, uh, shoot us an email at uh, or, or hit us up on uh, social media send us a message and let us know you'd like to be on the show because we're always looking for, for more guests. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Chuck? Well, always. We love meeting y'all and talking with you. Yeah, that Absolutely, way they don't have to revert man. back to having me back on y'all. So be sure. Right. To, be you sure. Don't, to, you, you don't, don't hear story <laughs> twice. <laughs> well, that's, I, that's about all I got to say. Um, this was a fun episode guys. It looking forward to seeing the Eagles take on the wave tomorrow. For sure. And I'm going to end with this. Number one, Sawyer, first, thanks for coming on the show. Um, Eagle Nation, lift up Sawyer. You know, he leaves. uh, When y'all listen to this, he'll be three or four days into basic training for the National Guard Army. Um, So, Sawyer, again, thank you for your service. Thank you for your willingness um, to step up and be a leader, both on and uh, out of Southern Miss. We appreciate it. And number two, Y'all be in prayer for my good buddy Lane here. His uh, much, 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 much better half, uh, Mary Lois, her mother, has had a relapse with cancer, correct, Lane? Yeah, um, she was in remission for multiple myeloma and, and found out, it's been a few weeks ago, that uh, that it's back and she's starting back to treatments now. We're hopeful, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. We're going to hope for the best. What, what is her name? Her first name? Vicky. Vicky, y'all pray for Miss Vicky and pray for ML and Lane as they try to be there for for her mom. Um, we all know that cancer is scary, but there's some tough women out there, and they can they can beat it. And we we serve a God who can who can help them with that. So let's uh, lift them up in prayers and go uh, go Southern Miss, and hopefully we'll bring the bell back home. And uh, thanks again, Sawyer. Thanks, Lane. Thanks, Pate. Thank you for Chuck. making us sound and look good. Um, and uh, I guess until next time, Southern Miss to the top. To the top. To the top. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Everyday Eagles podcast. For Southern Miss fans, by Southern Miss fans. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EverydayEaglesPodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Everyday Eagles Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles Podcast. Touchdown!